I do not believe in any conspiracy theories. I understand not all of them, not most of them, but you don't believe in any conspiracy theories? You just think the government's just batting a thousand and telling us the whole truth? That's a strong stance to take. <laughs> I love that little clip. Guys, welcome to episode 68 of the Soul CEO podcast. My name is Rachel Picard, and I am your host. And here at Soul CEO, we are passionate about helping faith-based entrepreneurs build a profitable business without losing their soul. Now, so much of what we talk about is social media and social media has the landscape has totally changed in the form of branding, in the form of influence, in the form of marketing, and really having your own platform to share what it is that you believe, to spread a message, to spread some sort of truth, hopefully, out there. And so today we're going to talk about all of that, as well as my own journey, and hopefully some lessons that will help you um, continue to do good work online. So if you're brand new to the Soul CEO podcast, before we dive in, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button. And if you've been around for a hot second and you love this, please do me a favor and hit that five-star rating, especially on Apple Podcasts um, and leave a review because that really helps us with the algorithm and reach more people because this podcast is free 99 and we have no sponsors. And so it really just depends on you guys sharing this, share it to your feed or to your stories, tag me at Soul CEO on Instagram. And I would love to know what you got out of this episode. So let's dive into episode 68. I'm not even sure what to kind of call this. It's like think before you post or audit your 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 posting or audit your time. We're going to talk about conspiracy theories. We're going to talk a little bit about my own journey. I've been online now for well over a decade and I, I would say that there's been, like everyone, goes through a bit of a maturation. There's been highs and lows and ups and downs and you know, different seasons where I posted more about one thing or another. But I, I've really been very I think transparent about my views or interests or values over the last decade plus. And a lot of that for the first (laughs) maybe 10 years up until about 18 months ago, I was really open about anything like political, like world events, things like that, even like staged things, the mainstream media, the manufactured fear machine. And, um, And because of that, I garnished a lot of followers. I think because I helped people see things before woke was a bad term. And we kind of use woke as a good thing. Like you're going to get woke, like free thinker, truth spreader, truth speaker, you know, somebody that was like, you know, kind of showing everybody like behind the curtain of the elites that were really running the world. And so I shared a lot about that along with business stuff, things about, you know, marriage or relationships or Christ or my lifestyle, but I I would, you know, something would happen in the world and I would kind of share. And, um, and because of that, I also followed a lot of accounts for many years that kind of shared the same stuff. And this kind of brought to a head, I saw a post this week and it kind of brought to a head this conversation. And I hope that there's somebody here today, or maybe you know somebody that this will bless, um, who's maybe been very entrenched in finding out the truth and really wanting to be like a contrarian, to spread the truth, to not be like just, I don't know, a robot <laughs> taking what it is that like the government feeds us through like the mainstream news machine and social media and indoctrination through our school system. So I get it. 
But I want to give you guys some context and balance here because I think there's a lot of things to consider. So first off, yes, I shared all of this stuff. I mean, whether you talk about 9-11 or, you know, kind of the government, you know, the we talked about like elite pedophile rings, human trafficking, like all these things have a lot of truth behind it or a lot of evidence behind it or at least some things where you kind of like question the narrative. Um, there's a lot of sketchiness behind the people that are in power and their intentions. And we know that Satan has a ton of control and dominion over the air, over this world, right? But all this changed for me personally about 18 months ago when my father passed away, when my dad passed away, my daddy-o, my stepdad. So daddy-o raised me from the time I was eh, about like four or five years old. Um, him and my mom got married and um, I love him to pieces. I shared a reel recently. Um, he was salt and light to the earth, one of the most incredible humans. Um, but I digress. I watched him erode and um, be overcome at a very early age. He was diagnosed with early onset dementia, I think around 57. I think symptoms started closer to 55. And we said goodbye to him on this side of eternity at the age of about 62 in December of 2021. And I shared on a few previous podcasts that I was there, I had the blessing of being there basically almost 24-7 beyond a couple hours a night of sleep um, for the last six, six days, seven days of his life. And in hospice, I got to be there in the final moments, his last breaths, feeling his heartbeat fade. And it was a, a tremendous emotional experience to watch my daddy-o cross into eternity. And being at that point, what was I, 36, 37? I forget the age at this point. Um, you know, now I'm 38. It just was like, wow, it's really putting in perspective of what's important. You start to think about like Colossians 3, 2 of like fixing your eyes on eternity. Like this this life is just but a glimpse. It's but a, a mist. It's, it's a like I say, a fart in the wind. And then recently I had a friend of mine lose a family member, a close family member to suicide. And it was a really devastating thing and still is. And uh, I personally lost family members to suicide as well. Um, it's an epidemic of a mental health crisis, not only here in America, but globally. And as I was, you know, consoling and, and being with my friend through this time, she shared with me some intimate, um, very, very intimate, very personal, I'm trying to be careful here, um, of some things that this family member shared in notes as well as in private conversations prior to the suicide um, was that he was overwhelmed by the darkness in the world. And this man had gone through a lot of time to, again, understand the world of false flags and staged events and, you know, the elites and the fake, you know, weather and, you know, the COVID scam and just all this sort of stuff, right? He was and he was overwhelmed um, and consumed by getting this knowledge, right? This information and becoming woke. And, um, but it was really giving him a lot of darkness in his heart and his mood. And at the end of his life, unfortunately, it, the enemy used those seeds to overtake him and his rationale. And he just couldn't handle it. He said goodbye. And, um, and that was that moment of hearing how much of what this gentleman had read and consumed about 
conspiracies um, and consumed about the news and like what was going on and the divisiveness and the negativity, it really hit me hard. Because I know that I was a producer and a manufacturer and a propagator of that information. And so this is where we kind of come to the podcast. Like, it's like, all right, the conversation of think before you post, having, you know, think about your influence, think about what your message is, think about what your mission is, think about what God has for you here today, um, uh, why he has you on this planet. Like, why do you exist? you know, Sam or Sally or John or whoever's like listening, like, why are you living? Why are you breathing right now? And I, I watch a lot of my friends who are very into this. Again, friends, some some of them, I don't know them very well. Some I know extremely well. And they post a lot of this very interesting, sometimes correct, sometimes sensational, sometimes very accurate but some of it is just kind of just like off the wall and they're constantly sharing about how wicked and corrupt the governments are and the fake currency and the fake food. And in fact, I saw this one post by an influencer and it says, and I don't want you guys to tag who it is. I don't want you, if you know who this is, don't go after her. But she said, in a world full of false flags, staged events, manufactured fear, orchestrated psyops, psychological operations, Virtual existences, so I'm assuming like multiple realities, fake currency, fake food, fake diseases, fake news, fake genders, fake weather, fake submarines, fake moon landings, fake two-party systems, persevering what's real is the resistance. And that was her message. And I think it sounds good on the surface, right? Right? It sounds good on the surface. But then what? Let's digress a little bit. Recently, in the last week, there was a submarine that was, um, you know, uh, some sort of mission to go down. These billionaires wanted to go down to the Titanic, and five people lost their life in this in this process of going into the ocean. And you know, the conspiracy theorists immediately that I I know of, and people that are a little bit more skeptical or truthers, they began talk, calling it a false flag. The Simpsons, the Simpsons TV show predicted it. The Navy knew about it. And, and I get it. I mean, there's so much that the government has lied to us about. And there's so much that the government consistently does that's not in our best interest, right? There are movements right now that are very real and undeniable. I mean, like right now, as we speak in June, there is a Marxist, a sick, a twisted alphabet agenda that is so demonic, demonic to its core that is trying to steal, kill, and destroy our children, grooming our children, grooming up the next generation to destroy God's purpose for gender, sexuality, marriage, and the nuclear family. But I look at all of these people that are posting this, and this was me, right? So I'm speaking from somebody who's kind of come from the other side. You're talking about the submarine. You're talking about pride. You're talking about fake weather. You're talking about psyops. You're talking about staged events. You're talking about all these things, right? And then it's like, and then we just got to be the resistance. We got to just keep spreading the truth. We just got to keep sharing the truth. And I'm like, now what? So you just you just gave all this update of, of what you think has happened um, you know, you have this conspiracy that, that might be correct in its analysis, or it might be 
disruptive or might be sensationalized or it might be that there is a general genuine plot. I mean, we we read this in the Bible, right? Absalom, David's son, had a plot to dethrone his father, King David. We read that in 2 Samuel, right? David regularly through the Psalms prayed against plots or conspiracies of the wicked, right? And so, I mean, we even read that in, um, I think it's Acts, um, the apostles connected the death of Jesus to human plotting, right? So conspiracies are real, but the, they're not our focus. I mean, we see Paul was even an object of conspiracy in Acts 23, but the, the idea that Conspiracy is one. It's not in the Bible, by the way. That word is not found in the Bible at all. But there are plots, right? There are things that there are, uh, you know, bad intentions, especially from the evil to try to, like, dethrone or take over God's plan. That's part of Satan's agenda. But what do we do with this information? If we're consuming it, like I have several friends of mine, I can think of them right now, like I visually can see them that spend so much time each week consuming political or conspiratorial type of information, and then many of them share it, then what? What is your audience supposed to do with it? Okay, with this conversation, what what do we do, right? What happens is we look at 1 Timothy chapter 1, I think 3 and 4, it's talking about false teachers, but there, there is a, a a type of person to be aware of in the church, in the believers, that promotes speculations. We read that in the fourth verse, right? First Timothy 1, 3 and 4. There's ones that promote speculations rather than the stewardship of God. And we should avoid those. We don't want to become one of those people, right? And, and like, again, do I think... That the fluoride in the water is bad for us. A hundred percent. Do I think that it was done intentionally? Maybe. To dumb down society? Possibly. Do I think that there's pesticides and chemical uses that are making people sick? Do I think all of it done was was malicious? No. Do I think some of it was just greedy? Absolutely. Right? But what do we do with it? So this is where I was praying. I was like, okay, I have gone away from sharing a lot of this information. And, I, and it takes a lot of control because there's so much that comes across my feed every single day that I'm like, oh, that's fake. That's a joke. That's manufactured that stage, right? That's like, oh, that's so the enemy. Like, and I wish people could see it, right? But what is the point of revelation, without pointing to Christ? What is the point of sharing the truth of what you think is true on this earth, right? The conspiracy theories, right? Without divine inspiration. What's revelation without divine reconciliation on the cross? What is revelation without a clear path of redemption, our salvation needed through the propitiation of Jesus Christ? Meaning, what is the point of sharing This true news without the good news. It's void. To me, it's void. And that's why we have so much instruction in the word as Christians to share the gospel. Here's my summary. 
if you find yourself spending or a spouse or a loved one or a business partner, they're spending a lot of time, they're a believer and they're spending a lot of time in conspiracies, consuming or sharing or whatever. If we're not careful, we can misplace our focus, our time, our energy into unmasking and understanding all of the the plots, the secret plots and the elite that are on this world. Something that was never instructed for us to do in the word. Not one. I read the Bible, I think through eight plus times. I have to go back if I'm on the eighth or ninth time. I've never read it. Never once do we have a command to understand or combat earthly, powerful conspirators. Never. And if we're not careful, these things like the end of the world or the taking down of America or a pandemic, like it can become your (coughs) ministry focus. And it distracts from God's truth. It distracts from his command for you, right? It just, what is our command? Matthew 8, uh, 28, 19, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? Mark 16, 15, he said to him, go into the world, proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Psalm 96, 3, declare his glory among the, the nations, his marvelous works amongst all the people. In Galatians 6, 9, it says, let us not grow weary of doing good, right? We have to share the, the message of Christ. If we're not careful, all of these things that are so distracting, the saint is so good at taking you off of your purpose for the kingdom. If your purpose for the kingdom, normal relationships in your life will dissolve or be um, entangled because of these controversies. You'll have quarrels. You'll have dissensions. You'll have drama. You'll have arguments. Now, we know that the the truth does separate. We see that parent to child. I mean, mother from daughter, father from son. Like, Jesus and his truth of, like, being the only way to the father through, like, a very exclusive path (laughs) to salvation, the only path. He knew that that was going to be an unsavory message for some families. But the unsavory message that's dividing you from your mom or dividing you from your cousin or dividing you from friends on Facebook probably shouldn't be the submarine, probably shouldn't be the moon landing, probably shouldn't be the conversation if if the world is flat, despite what evidence you find. And what happens if we're not careful is that us as Christians, we begin to really get off of the truth and we start to kind of wander in error. And we're told to be aware of that, right? So my point of this conversation, when I found out that my friend's family member had committed suicide because he was overwhelmed at the darkness of the world, my heart was broken. My heart was convicted. Uh, My heart was edified at the same time that I was on the right path now. And you could say, oh, Rachel, it's easy for you to say, but you used to post that and it worked for you and it gets all the the views. And I'm like, I I get it. I get it. But what are you doing this all for? Are you posting the memes and the truth for the views? 
Are you consuming the content and the documentaries and the, what is it, rumble? <laughs> is that taking your time away from the word or making disciples? Is that taking you away from your work in the kingdom? Is that taking you away from even work and stewardship in your business or your family or your spouse, or your kids? It's just a checkup from the neck up, just a little bit of a fireside chat. Let me know in the comments and tag me. What if conspiracies, have they have they helped hurt you, your family? Have they made a difference? Have you found yourself uh, kind of maturing past that in the same kind of maybe uh, speed that I have? I'd love to know. Love you guys. Appreciate you so much. And if you felt that this podcast was at all helpful on your guys' journey, I'm just kind of thinking about like, wow, what I share really can make an impact to people that you don't even know that are following you. They, they, they see the stuff that's going on. And, and if, gosh, if we don't share the good news, the hope of Christ, um, the fact that regardless is this, this planet's going to heck guys, I mean, he's coming back. He's going to destroy all of this and he's coming for us. He's coming for the church. And so we need to proclaim that message more than anything. So love you guys. Appreciate you. And we'll see you on the next episode.